Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Audio. Audio Media presents Young's Infinite City Created by Alex Dolan God, Mom. What have you done? Fuck you, Rosalind. Leaving me like this. She smells bad. But not as bad as the men at the church. How long has she been dead? Probably a week and a half. You're the doctor. Has it been 11 days or longer? Possibly. Sure. She's been in air conditioning, so she wouldn't have decomposed at the same rate as the men in the church. It's consistent with someone who's been dead for 11 days. There's bloating, foam coming out of the nose and ears. See the discoloration at the bottom where the blood pooled? It could be 11 days. If it's more than 11 days, it wouldn't be her. You think it's not her? For all I know, it it could be another Rosalind lookalike. Come on. No. It's her. She's wearing our wedding ring. And behind the ear, her tattoo. She's got a tattoo? Huh. There it is. Three years ago, a droplet behind her ear, she claimed it was a drop of water and... I always wondered if it was a teardrop. I guess we'll never know. She left two pills in the bottle. It's not labelled. Do you know what this is? Traxador. No, no. Of course, Rosalind. Why bother? This is the ultimate fuck you. Fuck you a million times, Rosalind. I'm your fucking wife and you'd leave me like this. If I had any urine left in me, I'd squat over your face right now. That reminds me. I'm checking the bathroom. For what? Oh, God. Yes, water. Come on. You might not need water, but you could use some. Fine. Well, what now? Let me think. God damn it, I am so furious. She knew what was at stake. Rosalind, why would you do this? 
Well, we're here for the M4. She's dead. There is no M4. She said there was. If it exists, it's in her head. Maybe not just her head. It could be in the house. There's got to be a computer here. Something. She couldn't keep it all in her head. The formula's too complex. She'd need to store it somewhere. Give it up, Grace. It's over. I need to try. We've come all this way. I need to look. Help me. It's open. Think there are actually ghosts in here? Look at this place. They gotta have food. Check the kitchen. They got water. Shit. We opened the big house to everyone. Shit, 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 shit. There wouldn't be a tunnel in here, would there? Someone would have found a way up here by now, unless they died trying. It doesn't matter. Any tunnel entrance would be downstairs, right? We can't get to it even if there is one. Windows won't open. <clears throat> I'm not gonna break the windows. Hear that? Someone's upstairs. We got tunnel people. Another couple of actors. We got a Grace and a Doughton. Take it easy. I'm this woman's wife, and that's her son. Who the fuck are you? Who's that? Did you kill that woman? Look at her. She's been dead a week and a half. Does it look like we fucking killed her? Is that Rosalind Young? How about that? The queen herself. Well, who gives a shit? Where is it? Food? We don't know. We just got here. Not food. The room. You live here. You should know. That makes no fucking sense. This isn't my home. It's a movie set. I don't know where anything is. You want food? Check the fucking kitchen. I've got no patience for this. I'm not talking about food. The room. Where is it? What room? The control room. It's under Trinity Church. Not the engine room. Master Control, where is it? We have no idea. What makes you think we'd know? Because you live down in the tunnels. You dumb fuck. We're not actors. You want to search for a Master Control room? Have at it, champ. We're leaving. The fuck you are. We've got nothing for you. We're walking right past you. One way or another. You move and we'll fucking shred you. That right. You fucking cunt. I'm sorry, what? Grace, don't do this. I called you a fucking cunt. <laughs> Grace, don't. I gotta thank you. At least you made this interesting. That's a new model, boys. Shit, shit. Grace, get down. <laughs> You ripped these men apart. You tore a man's head off. That man cut his stomach with your hands. Oh my god. 
<laughs> Charles, are you okay, love? <laughs> Look what she made me! <laughs> Come here. I got you, love. I got you. Thank you for watching Corkboard. Current temperature is 82 degrees Fahrenheit, 27 degrees Celsius. Corkboard, whatever the news, wherever you are. Last week, Dr. Rosalind Young, the founder and CEO of Natural Law, announced her engagement to longtime partner Grace Adamu, who also serves as the company's chief operating officer. Today, Dr. Young joins us to share the news with Vera Byrne. Dr. Young! I guess I should start with congratulations. Thank you. How did you and Grace meet? I was keynoting a conference in Chicago, and she was giving a talk on economizing resources in sub-Saharan Africa. I approached her after the talk. What can I say? It was a good conversation. We ended up going to dinner at a steakhouse down the street and talked all night. Unusual choice, the carbon footprint of beef and all. <laughs> Just kidding. I knew immediately that this was the person. It's not an exciting story, but it's the real one. Is it strange working with your fiancé? Not at all. Our working relationship is based on her professional capacity. She wouldn't be my COO if she couldn't do the job. You've been accused of nepotism. If I'd found someone who could do the job better, I would have hired them. You and Grace have been seeing each other for three years, is that right? You started dating less than a year after your husband Brendan Fisher went missing. Are you kidding? I didn't agree to talk about this. Dr. Young, people are curious. First, he's not my husband. Is, was, who knows, he wasn't my husband when I met Grace. Six months after he went missing, I filed for and was granted a divorce. Some have said that was cold. It was practical. He ran away from home. After six months, he wasn't coming back. Wherever he is, he's not in my life. What about those who say you started dating too soon after he went missing? I'd say they don't know what love is, because it doesn't come with a timetable. Fair enough. Will your son be attending the wedding? Really? You're asking me about my son? This was not part of the terms of our interview! Have you been in touch with your son to share the news? That's not an appropriate question. I said explicitly that I would not answer any questions about my son. I agreed to talk about my engagement, but that's not even why I'm here. I'm here to talk about science. That's what I do for a living. Science, not marriage. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. God, we can't catch a break, can we? There's a lot of them down there. A whole lot of them. There goes the pulse gun. We got about 30 outside and it looks like they've got pulse guns of their own. They're not bandits, they're actors. We could grab a couple rifles of these guys. Do we know if actors would want to kill us? We're the guests, aren't we? You want to take the chance, they're friendly. They've got 30 pulse weapons. They see us with rifles, they'll shoot us that much faster. There's no sense in hiding up here. They're coming in eventually. I'm thinking we walk out the way we came in. Walk out chin high and meet destiny. That about it? Unless you have a better option. All right then, let's go out proud. You're the real ones, aren't you? That we are. We're not armed. Then what was all the gunfire in the house? Bandits. We left the guns inside. You can have them if you want. Not that we could stop you. I thought you all stuck to the tunnels. We were in our places for the guests. For you. I was being awarded my Nobel Prize. I heard the gunfire. When you hear a combination of bullets and pulses, it usually means one of us is in trouble. So we came out. Don't you try and steer clear of the bandits? Some of us do. But we all have weapons, so some of us come up whenever we want. If I spent all my time in the tunnels, I would have gone crazy by now. Did you hurt people in there? Only people who were going to kill us. We're not here for that. <laughs> I've never seen so many Rosalinds. There you go. You've got some graces in there, too. How come you're different ages? They're from different parts of her life. Why are you here? We were looking for my wife, his mother. We found her. It didn't live up to my expectations. She's in there? You've never met her, have you? Have any of you ever met Rosalind Young? Show of hands and all? None of you. Well, if you want, she's in there. How well do you know the city? Well enough. What are you thinking? The second dot. <laughs> the second dot. Have you seen a building in... I think that direction that would stand out? It would be larger than this house with a good amount of land around it? I think I might know a place like that. Can you point us in the right direction? We can do better than that. We'll take you there. You're the first Charles I've seen. Uh, technically, I'm a Dalton. From when? When you got married. So there's a melody. I haven't seen her tonight, but yeah, there's a melody. Are you happy? 
When you play me, are you happy? Uh, were you? Yeah, I was. Good. That's how I play him. Is this the place? It just might be. What is it? The original natural law laboratory. It looks like a prison. Is this what the real place looks like? The real thing is a concrete block, just like this. This one's smaller. On the real laboratory, the windows are small, but they don't look like arrow slits. This one looks like a fortress, doesn't it? A fortress within a fortress. Has anyone been inside? Anyone? Someone might play a role in there, but I've never seen them. Let me ask you something. Do you believe in ghosts? I didn't. Until I came here. Have you seen one? I hear things. I see things out of the corner of my eye. Could be my brain playing tricks on me. Do you? Believe in ghosts? I think I do. Now. You ready to see what's in there? Will you tell your melody about me? Never mind, that, that's stupid. Nice to meet you, Dalton. Wait, is it Charles? Doesn't matter. All right, Grace, let's see what's inside. One sec. You, one of the Graces, can I borrow your goggles? Thank you, love. All right, let's talk about science. You've had a breakthrough at natural law. We have. We get a lot of questions about when the M4 is coming out. It's been a long time coming. We've reached a significant milestone. We've been able to increase capacity, which means it can soak up more water. At present estimates, it could be twice the capacity of M3. That's twice the water we can harvest. And we're working on increasing that. Our goal is to reach three times the capacity. When will it be ready for the market? We're not sure, but we're optimistic. Can you give us a rough timeline? I can't put a deadline on it. Like love? I'm hoping we'll have something soon. I know many people are eager to see it in use, and I'm going to be as transparent as possible on our progress. Do you feel like the M4 will solve the worldwide water shortage? Of course not. There's always going to be a water crisis. What? What we do at Natural Law is a Band-Aid solution. Don't get me wrong, I'm proud to be the makers of that Band-Aid, but what we do is a temporary fix for a long-term problem. I've never heard you be this frank. Listen, I care about the science. I am the science, I'm not the solution. Sure, when I started Natural Law, I had big dreams about saving the world. Who doesn't? But the longer I've worked in this field, the more I've learned to temper my idealism. You know what I really want? I want a future where I go out of business. Uh, can you... elaborate? Natural Law shouldn't exist. We only exist out of necessity. If we didn't have a water shortage, there would be no reason to send out giant boats to collect rainwater from the ocean. This company only exists because the problem exists. Can you see any solution to the problem? You tell me. 
I've been working on it my whole life, and I haven't found it yet. We'll escort you. You don't know what's in there. Neither do you. We're coming with you. You're our guests. See yourselves. It'll be fun. Thank you. Let's go. It's wide open. Almost all the buildings are. Except the three dots. I don't know what that means. It's something we saw on a map. You've seen a map of the city? We can show you. It's dark in here. Do you know how to turn on the lights? There's a control at each location, but you have to know where to look. Grace, what do you see? We've got an interior door right in front of us. Hold on. Through the doorway, we've got an enormous room with almost nothing in it. I only see one thing. A small desk and a wooden chair and what looks like an old computer on it. And I mean ancient. It might be six years old. Big fat CRT monitor, something that belongs in a museum. Follow my footsteps. Oh, Jesus. Damn it. They didn't skimp on the lights. Great, we've got pulse cannons on the ceiling. Jesus, what was that? We're not alone. Bandits? A whole lot of them. There you are. I was wondering how long it would take for you to get here. Turn around and walk away. Ma'am, you were hired as an actor, is that right? That doesn't mean I don't know how to shoot a gun. And there are more of us than you. <laughs> That's not in your best interest. You see those cannons on the ceiling? We hacked them, and we control them now. Plus, if you haven't noticed, some of us have pulse guns, too. Where did you get those? Same place I got these boots. You killed and stripped my men. Ah, I didn't know they were your men, but yes. What were they, ex-Marines? Do you really think we can't kill a troop of actors? Now, are you going to drop your weapons, or do we need to execute all of you wonderful Rosalind Youngs and Grace Adamus? Drop your weapons, everyone. Everyone on my side of the room, drop your weapons now! Thank you kindly. I recognize your voice. And I recognize you, Ms. Adamu. I recognize Dr. Davis, too. And if she were here, I would be able to pick out the real Dr. Rosalind Young from among all these stand-ins. You can call me Leviathan. Young's Infinite City was created by Alex Dolan, produced by Alex Dolan and Audio Media, and co-written by Alex Dolan and Vince Dejani. Starring Gavin Bentley as Charles Davis, Maria Balei as Grace Adamu, and Emma Sherjarko as Rosalind Young. Also featuring performances by Bill Roberts, Wynne Manning, Juliet Angeli, Zygmas Dobilauskas, Kristen Udowitz, Andrea Richardson, Nero Scott, Jez Sands, Ray Hurd, Byron Kerr, Georgia McKenzie, Mark Allen, Chris Harris Beachy, Akshdeep Singh, Paul Green Dennis, and Jason Webb. 
Sound design by Oliver Morris and Chris Harris Beachy. Line layout and QA by Chris Harris Beachy. Mixing and mastering by Brad Colebrook. For more information, visit www.infinitecity.net or www.alexdolan.com. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.